everybody. It's us. It's us. Welcome to our podcast. It's us. It's me, Jess, and Rach is here next to I'm me. I'm here. Still here. And it's for Better and Worse Podcast. Thanks for not replacing me so far. I feel like you're just dragging me along. I am not. Doing my best. I am not. That doing is not true best. at all. I feel like you you hold down the fort. I mean, literally, we just talked about you doing 99% of the duties of this podcast. <laughs> but failing at most. But <laughs> we'll get into it. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. Um, the story of my life. This is what I've written for pre-ep topics. Yes. Still housing it. <laughs> Still doing a house and, thing. And then there's a little countertops question mark. Do I even want to get into it? I mean, you Marco Polo me and said that they were an absolute racket. It's a racket. Okay. I, but I feel like like everything. And guys, not that you houses. would. Not that you would listen to this podcast and be like, I'm going to listen to Rachel about her house experience. And because I told you before that um, that renovating my kitchen would be cheap or not expensive because it's small. And but let me know. Let me tell you something. My contractor is living in the year 1995. So he'd be like, oh, this should be a couple hundred bucks. He's giving you estimates from Oh, decades ago. Decades ago. I'm like, have you, how long so have you So you're like, been cool, this, this is manageable, this is doable. And then all of a sudden you go like, to do it in 2022. <laughs> and it's like triple what we thought, which is fine. I'm, I will not regret doing it. But countertops are a racket. And that's all I got to say. I mean, how many, how many square, square feet are you looking to cover here? 25 square feet. Which is literally no, no counter space whatsoever. But let me tell you, that's two cutting boards. <laughs> no, it's good. It's a good amount for. I mean, the size. No, I know. Yes, you should see it now. Well, now that not, I'm not diminishing in, your cute little kitchen. There's nothing in that kitchen. It looks very big. Oh yeah. Well, now there's no cabinets <laughs> or anything. Um. But oh. It, so when we were originally doing the cheap reno, just the surface level, when we were painting the cabinets and shit, we just were getting laminate countertops because. That's what was there before. And I was like, well, I was just doing this on the cheap and I don't mind laminate. My mom has had laminate. Our, and literally her kitchen renovation is next. But like, when, I don't fucking you, care about this stuff. But when you start from the ground up, you're like, if I have a say yes. in it, like I could manage with what I have. Right? If I'm like, spending $2,200 on new cabinets, let's get let's get the nice countertops. Let's get some quartz in there. Let's get some stone in there. <laughs> don't talk to me. It, all I say, it's been a racket. It's been ordered. We've got the stuff. We're getting the stuff. We're getting the oh, nice good. undermount sink. Blah, la la. <sighs> that's great, though. Charge I it mean, to the game. That's all we're doing. Charge. You're charging it to the game, and I am doing nothing at yeah. the stores. I am racking the credit up. <laughs> I'm, I am doing no charging to any game. Yeah, I am charging exactly what I have, and that only. I'm proud of you for that. Thank you. I'll pay it off someday. Oh no, you will. No, yeah. but oh, when, when I get soon. But when I get to that point, I, I see myself in the same position. Oh, we're you're doomed for from the jump. Have no. I mean, I'm like stoked to do it. Like when, I feel like I'm ready. Like I'm ready to to start that. But like once I'm in it, I'm sure I'll be like, what was I? What did I want? all this for i don't know when It'll i met jess when i met jess i think you told me that you would spend four hundred dollars a month on clothes that's gone up <laughs> that's gone up mm -mm. oh yeah so but it's, this, it's getting real this then. shift in budget life for me is crazy it's actually crazy you'll see like i'm going to see so much money 
because I just like I spend. I spend, I spend, I spend. I I love it. It's not the spending money, it's like the thing. New things. But I that's like one of my that was one of my um yearly goals, right? Was to like material things don't define you. They don't hold any anything, really. Mm-hmm. So but I'm learning that. So I'm like Marie Kondoing my whole fucking life and just kissing all my products and being like, I still cherish you. <laughs> Does it bring you joy? Do I a lot still of things bring you joy? Value you. What? Do a lot of things bring yes. you the joy? Yes. Oh. I know. So we got a lot of work to do. <laughs> I'm fine if I'm working towards something. Like I really do want this. I really do want the house. I really do have specific things I want about this house. So like if I'm working towards something, like I can reel it in. Good. But I hope you have a good rewards center because mine's broken for sure. I've I've got mental illness deep in here. <laughs> deep in here. I mean, everybody talk like something's wrong with me for sure. Been there from I think Childhood. day one. Day yeah. one, yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> But sums off when people talk about like finishing a wedding gallery and just feeling good, I'm just like I feel nothing. I feel nothing. What? Yeah. No, I don't feel anything. Yeah. Well, this. I mean, I feel like I'm glad that it's over, but I'm not like you did so good. You finished a task. Okay. Well, I go to I go to my reward center, and that is my husband, <laughs> who yeah. who will make me feel like I just solved world hunger <laughs> by doing a small task, and I'm like, thank you. Like I'll be like, I just finished. I said that I was like. I did two galleries over the weekend that I just shot, you know, turnaround time in less than a week, which is something I never do. And he's like, oh, my gosh, Jess. <laughs> like, he will literally be like, that is the greatest thing. So that's that's my reward system, honestly. So good thing to have while we're budgeting. Josh is a very words of affirmation based. Yeah. And he will fish for it. Oh, He'll be like, did I do good, babe? What do you think about He'll that? Digging deep and for I'm it. Like, did I do? I know. Like, like he got me Beats um, headphones like a year or two ago for yeah. Christmas. He's like, you still liking those? <laughs> Fishing for compliments I mean, years I'm later. I'm like, babe, you know, I use these every day. I'm like, yes, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> that is so funny. I feel like Joe's the same way, too. <laughs> He's just coming around the corner. Still using them Beats, eh? Yeah, I'm you like, still like my gift. <laughs> did a good job. <laughs> It's that like is funny. He needs the words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. That is funny. He's like, so sue me. So sue me. Wait. I'm like, he's like, so sue me. When I pointed out, I'm like, you need you need a compliment. Oh, baby. so like- sue me. I was like, are you speaking? <laughs> I was like, good that babe. some inside joke I didn't know no, about. No. <laughs> good I'm like, so sue me. I'm so like, sue me. <laughs> could be. That is funny. Sue me. Yeah. I haven't heard that for a while. Because yeah. I always point out, I'm like, fishing for fishing for a compliment, fishing for some words of affirmation here, babe. Some words? Some words of so affy? Sue me. So sue me. Sue me if I want a word of yeah. affy. Yeah. That's funny. He's cute. He's, He's cute. very cute. Um, Hit me with yours, because mine it, it, yeah. <laughs> were a bit lackluster. Housing is still happening. Um, So as most of you guys know, over the week, yeah, on Monday, got hit with the snowstorm, right? I mean, here's the cool thing what makes me happy is that it was Betty White's 100th birthday. Did you hear this? I didn't. Rest I mean, in, I saw a lot power. of Betty stuff. Rest in power, queen, first off. She was, she was old, though. But anyways, it was her 100th birthday Um, on, what was that? 
Martin Luther King Day. Okay. The day the snowstorm. And Mother Nature said, I'm going to paint the world white on Betty White's birthday. Oh, my God. You saw that. <laughs> I you loved saw, it. You saw that and loved it, but hated the dog first look. You have been off. Hey, off. I, maybe that's just the wedding photographer bitterness in me. Anywho, we got hit with this giant snowstorm, right? Um, so I had to work at 6 a.m. So we got up early. We dug my car out just enough for me to get out of the driveway. We didn't do the full driveway. We're not doing that at 5 a.m. Mm. Um, but when we did decide to do the full driveway, boy, were we in for it. Boy, was, boy, was the marriage on the line. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we left it all out there on the ice in the snow. I'm telling you. So <laughs> we have one shovel and one broom. And the broom is like the industrial broom. Not going to do shit, first off. We no, have one no, shovel no, not, not, and we not. have a snowblower. You have a snowblower? Yeah, we snow do. Snowblower crew? Yeah, we, we have a snowblower. But is, it, is, it make, is it life-changing or not? Um, it could be. Oh. It could be. Keep telling the story. I will quit interrupting. No, that's fine. It could be, but if it, if it had worked. Oh, yeah. We got out there. I'm talking the snow like had drifted to a point where it made like a four foot wall mm-hmm. um, in our driveway where the car was at, whatever. So we start digging, digging ourselves out, starting with the top, working our way down. You know the drill. Joe goes into the garage. I'm going to get the snowblower. So I'm sca- I'm getting this mound out of the way so we can snowblow effectively. Um, we It's heavy. You can't really wheel the snow. Bl- snow what is it called? Snowblower. Yeah. Through... Through the snow. No. You can't wheel it. You have to push it for it to work. But also, this kind of snow, for those of you that aren't in Ohio. Packed or in. Do, packed in. Well, we're talking about like 18 inches of snow. So it's not like you're snowing in your, you know, like how you would shovel. You put the shovel on the ground and you're like, shh, and you put it on the other side and then. Yep. No, it's like you have to do a few heave hoes. Heave Heave ho, exactly. Josh, I could tell mine and Josh's story, but yeah, you got to get a few heave hoes, and then you're at the bottom, and then you get a big heave ho. Yeah, I wish I had that system. Yeah, we get he was s- heave, I was ho. No, we're just- <laughs> <laughs> we get the snowblower out, and I'm heave hoing the mound. Yeah, I'm trying to get some leeway for him, get a path going for him, so he can yeah. see clearly. And. He's already, he's probably at an eight at this point. And we know, we know where Joe gets in stressful situations. If you don't know, you will know after this situation. Um, and we, and we're going at it. I'm, I'm, I'm in it to win it. I'm so determined. I love a good task. I love helping. Here I am. Joe gets the snowblower onto the driveway. This story is going on so long. He starts yanking at this, trying to yank it up, get it revved going. And I'm like, back in the Subaru out of the car. I mean, out of, out of the driveway. And all of a sudden, he just yanks it. And I see that the cord, the cord mm-hmm. is all the way up here. And he just fucking chucks it. <laughs> he had, It's broke. Yeah, yeah. He had, I don't know what he, he did. Heaved it too hard. Heaved it too hard. Heaved it too hard. Anyways, we are... That's it. He loses. He starts swearing. I see him. I'm like in the car. I'm like, I'm God, saying him here. Go strength for put this. Put on some nice. Jesus, music. take the wheel. <laughs> and I'm like, did you break it? And he's like, yep. I'm like, all right. Let's handle this. Let's do it old fashioned way. One shovel. You and me both, baby. 
And I'm trying to make this fun. I'm trying to make it light like I do with any shitty situation. He's not having any of it. He is pissed, so pissed. And he's in these mittens because we don't have... (laughs) We don't have any gloves in the fucking house except a cheetah pair, which he gave to me, and a pair of mittens. He said, who the fuck would buy these? He's losing it over these mittens <laughs> because they're like the fingerless and they have like the flap over yeah, them. Yeah. He's like, and he's like, and there's a hole for the thumbs too. Yeah, for the texting. He's like, who the fuck would buy money? Who would, why who would spend talk? money spend on Spend money, them. yes. Anywho, we're out there getting after it and we're shoveling and we're taking turns because I'm telling you, Joe and I are so out of shape that we would do like <laughs> about 10 feet and be like, all right, switch. All right, switch. You know, I think we live the same life. And <laughs> I feel like most couples could relate to what this felt like. But um, I he's like, Jess, Jess, you are going to hurt yourself. He's like, you he's like, push the shovel and let it do its job. He's like, you're standing on top of it. He's like, you're, <laughs> he's like, you're fucking curling the snow. He's like, you're doing curls. He's like, use, he's like, use the shovel, get behind the shovel and push. And I'm like, I am, I am. I know what I'm doing. Like it's working, you know? And I'm like just ignoring everything that he's saying. And I'm just like getting more and more angry. And so is he, and it's just a bad combo. <laughs> and he's like, I would do, my uh, we would switch switch shovels it's my turn i'm absolutely curling this i'm not doing it right but i just am so in it that i like i'm so focused and i would do like two he heavos and i'm sorry it's your arms are gonna hurt or your back is gonna hurt and just choose one or both i don't know it was it was both for me it was both (laughs) for me because i woke up the next morning feel like absolute dog shit my back is royally fucked yeah yeah but um Anywho, we heave hoed our way out of the out of the driveway and we got it done. At some point I said, fine, fuck it, do it yourself. And I went inside. So that's how that ended. But I came back out, helped him finish. We left it all out there in the snow on that snowy day. Nice. We got through a lot of a lot of issues. Honestly, we were we were yelling at each other. We were going through different things. And we were just <laughs> we ended up having to drive to Akron that day. And we talked the entire way there about like what what those issues looked like, why those are coming up, which was good. Um, but nothing like a good sto- snowstorm to get the the marital conversations brewing. to get it going. Get it I mean, all in all, Joe and I just cannot fight, which is something that we're working on. Um, it's one of those things. Don't talk about the pod until you've resolved it. But mm-hmm. I mean, I can be open about struggles, which I'm fine with. Yeah. So you I've- guys do not argue well. You need to figure out There's how to no, communicate arguments. Yeah. No, not even a system to it. It just is such chaos. Mm-hmm. It's just so bad. It's just a bad cycle. But um, we're going to work on it. We're going to do the damn thing. And that's the journey. But um, Snowstorm of 2022 was, was, a, was a hellfire. Nice. Yeah. Hellfire for the McAleese. Sorry for that super long story. We can no. cut and edit it as needed. But no, it's good because, I mean... Same kind of situation for me and Josh. Sorry to our listeners if this isn't is this isn't fun to listen to, but <laughs> <laughs> I had another six in the snow. Except <laughs> I had another six in the snow. I know. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Um, and and we talk. We're talking about anagram sixes. Yeah. I feel like we drop that a lot. And someone insinuated that we think that our <gasps> boy are only six on this. <laughs> They were like dogging them. Who said that? I don't remember. It was a while ago. I was like, no six on the Enneagram. Wait, that is absolutely (laughs) hilarious. But anyway, so Josh and I. (laughs) So as you know, Josh loses his shit constant. 
and we've got the tiles. Sorry. We got the tiles now, but the tiles don't fit on the AirPods, which are the smallest thing to lose. <sighs> yeah. But AirPods do have like a, you know, you can find my AirPods. Sure. To, using Location the Find My app. Yeah. System. Does he think to use that? No. So it's Tuesday and is this last night? No. Monday night. Yeah. So like the roads are all right to drive. We needed to get some stuff. We need to go to Lowe's to pay for our cabinets, which is another. (laughs) (laughs) I just laugh through it and I'm glad that Josh, like, he'll be pissed, but he'll laugh at me. Yeah. He's like, he's like, right. I'm going through it right now. Basically, um, we opened up a credit card at Lowe's, but they must have entered in like something wrong, like either his first or last name, his number. So like we're getting a physical card. But in the meantime, they're supposed to be able to look up your your card in their system to yeah. charge more stuff to it. Mm-hmm. Um, except they entered something in wrong and we can't look it up. And so we need to pay for these cabinets. We don't have the card. And Josh is just like, I don't fucking understand. Where Where is it? I'm like, we don't know, but we will get the card. They will want their money for the six grand we put in appliances on it already. I'm like, it's not a big deal. Like, the lady already told us, like, I can put it on my card. We can do a return when we get the card. Like, no harm, no foul. Like, it'll be fine. Yeah. He's like, I just, I just don't fucking I just, you know, it's stewing, stewing in the corner. Stewing really, I was really proud of him because he like, he's like, I just need to take a break. I'm getting overwhelmed. I was like, "Wow, that's so hot! That's so hot! I fucking love you." But you just after want to that, reward them immediately I for know, stuff like that. I know. After that, you just know the vibes for the whole night are off. It's like we could, entirely we could absolutely dar- die in a car crash tonight. That's how I feel. I'm like, something is brewing in the air. Oh no! We're driving to our house, and I look at him, and I'm like, "We have a driveway." When he picks, he thinks his oh, AirPods are at our okay. house yeah. on Shelburne. And I'm like, shit. Let me tell you, you don't know how long a driveway is till you got to shovel that. So you got to shovel a foot of half of snow off of it. And we just, we trudge. We have to park on the street. We're trudging to the garage where we actually do have a shovel, but only one shovel. Only one. Taking turns. You, me, you, Take me. Take a turn. Your turn, my turn. Josh is looking in the house for his AirPods. He's in there for a while. I'm like, homeboy can't find him. Um, and so I'm just shoveling. I'm getting hot, you know, but I'm I'm at least wearing my docks. He left the house in his dress boots, like his oh, like nice leather $150. Slipping his slide in. <laughs> How many times did he eat shit? Um, not once, but Jess, let me tell you, were there two pairs of boots in his car? Oh, that he for forgot about oh okay he had his snowboarding boots and new boots oh, i'm my. like don't get me started don't but get once me. he's in it he's oh, not thinking logically no. if i know a six like but i do i'm just like this is fucking funny at this point like this oh, is yeah and we're just why do we get to the point where we're like let's find this humorous yeah and our our six dudes not on the hotness scale um <laughs> are just sitting in misery. Like, oh. they cannot find the humor in it whatsoever. Unless Josh did at he, some point. I'm talking. Well, he could. But I, <laughs> I, we were doing this. And I'm, like, cheering him. I'm trying to be goofy. I'm like, you get it going. You get it going. Yeah. And I was like, Josh, I'm sorry. I just had the overwhelming urge to call you Wasabi Mike. 
I don't know where that came from. Wait, what? I just was like cheering him on in a weird way. And now he has an alter ego known as Wasabi Mike. Because let me tell you, he was just shoveling the snow as fast as he could. Like Wait, he was what on is, speed. What is Wasabi Mike? Nothing. It just came to my head. He's a, it's a character that Josh plays now in my mind. <laughs> that is the most random and weirdest thing I've ever heard you say. Yeah. And I'm Wasabi Kate. <laughs> I have no idea where the wasabi comes from I don't, or it's why. It's just when you're feeling spicy and you're working really hard, I guess. Speaking it just came to my mind. And I, like, I want to call him Wasabi Mike right now. So We love the wasabis. He was moving so fast. I've never seen that man move so fast in his life just trying to shovel the snow. And oh I was like, babe, we're here for a while. God. An hour and a half later, I we know. found the road. I think the point of it was for me, after it was all over, I was like... These can be funny marital memories. Yes. But like they're robbed when you're just really pissed off. Yeah. Like I'm at a point where I can laugh about it. Like, yeah, does it suck? Yeah. yeah but but you like can't, you can't change the situation. But I think that's where they specifically get locked in to like they just get pissed at the situation where like I, I feel no way. But I'm like, we forgot that we owned a house and we forgot to shovel and I feel it all zero happened overnight. Ways about it. I feel zero ways about doing what I have to do when it's yeah. when it snows out. Yeah, no. And granted, I feel like we've talked about this before, but like Joe will go to like rage. Mm-hmm. I've never seen Josh go yeah. to that. Like he'll get pissed and he'll start swearing and he'll get really angry. And I just I laugh. Not because I'm shocked, but just because I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. Dude. Yeah. You're an idiot, dude. Let's just like, let's laugh it off. Yes. You know, um, his AirPods were in his car. <gasps> so. So the whole. But it all needed to happen because of my yeah. contractor. Like we had to shovel. Like that would be really shitty to make your contractor shovel. Yeah. That would be bad. And so then, either way, you what you needed yeah, to we do. Needed, it, it, needed to to, it needed to be done. Yeah. It's part of life mm-hmm. and living in the Midwest. And I actually thought the snow was like super nostalgic. Like Aww. I'm not, I don't really love the snow. Like I'm not like, I don't, I don't do snow sports. The occasional sled, not mean, but uh, yeah, not mean. if I find a nice sledding hill, I might come. I might be there. I might roll through. <laughs> I might roll through. But um, no, like I, I just felt like it reminded me of like the snow days from like, you know, the early 2000s. Like you'd always get like a good snow. I feel like that doesn't happen anymore. So I felt I mean, if it does in the Midwest, we just get pounded. Yeah. I liked I liked it. I thought it was funny. But yeah, I I, I was there with you. It was funny until it wasn't, you know? I was there with you. But then the next day I had to shovel our path to our house because um they that's the way they need to take the cabinets is is through the front door, not the back breezeway. Yeah. Shoveling day two. Shoveling day two, my oh, back was killing me. Didn't hit it with the day two. Probably couldn't because yesterday I was absolutely out for the count. Yeah. I mean, my, I mean, hit me with the back pain and the menzies. So I had front pain and back pain. Yeah. I was about dying. About done for. Yeah. But can we say something? Okay. Shout out to menstrual cups. I don't know if you're a menstrual cup user. I might have talked about this. Yeah. They are life changing. I didn't know if you were hip. I'm hip on it. I, I've used them for probably a, a while, but the one that really changed the game for me was flex. like the flex cup with the, with the hook. Yeah. My hook broke. Ooh. So I had to get a new one. Okay. But yeah. Yeah. The ones that don't have the hook, I don't really. Hey, I, had I don't six, like to break this. I'm sorry. If you can't handle gruesomeness, skip 15, skip, skip 20. <laughs> but there was a scenario <laughs> where I thought that thing was, that was one with me. I was Brits like menstrual cup, menstrual cup, and I was like, sure, I'm down to not yeah. spend thousands on toxic waste in my body. Yeah, and I went, I forget which one I went with, but that 
I must, I must have like a, a high cervix. Yeah. Anyways, it had like a little string and my, my big ass fingers could not grip no, it. No, that's happened to me. It happened to me before and I used I was, it a few times and I was like, I, I've been seeing this flex cup around. I think that's more than I for, was for bearing me. down. I was, oh my God, I was bearing down in the, in the bathroom, like almost in tears. I'm like, yeah. I cannot get this thing out of me yep. because I could not grip it. And Britt's yeah. like, get up higher, close it yeah. and get it out. And I'm like, I literally cannot. And I am just absolutely hands and knees covered in, in blood. And that's so <laughs> disgusting. It was the most barbaric thing I ever did. And I'm like, in such distress. And this is an ad for menstrual cups. And Joe was like, hey, honey, you need help in there. Like, I feel really bad. I'm like, get out. Get out. I'm like covered in. It's a fucking crime scene. An absolute crime scene in there. Oh, my but God. It's all Got about out. finding the right fit. Yeah, I definitely recommend the flex. I do especially too. if you're a new menstrual cup user. Not only that, but if like you feel like you have a high cervix or you just yeah. don't know, like One that time, thing just makes it easy. It just like I know it. you're not supposed to wear tampons to bed, but I do. I mean, you wear the cup to bed. Right. Oh. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's a common known thing to not wear tampons to bed. I, I don't know, but one time I woke up and my tampon had floated like up into my cervix. Like I couldn't get the string. Like that's how far it went up. And I remember just thinking like, am I really going to have to go to the emergency room right now? I didn't have insurance at the time. I was like, because my, 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 my cervix swallowed my tampon hole. How able, long did you have it in there for? I was able to get it out. You have to bear down. You bear down. <laughs> All fours, barbaric style, real animalistic, yeah. if you could really think about it. Yeah. Could be the grossest picture you're going to get in your head for the day, but yeah. um, sorry, not sorry, but this is your ad for Flex Cup. Flex Cup. Not sponsored, but I would be in, in oh, immediately. Yeah. But the things that I couldn't figure out are the discs. I don't think my vagina is the right shape. I don't think my... I don't, I don't think know. It's I don't know if I could actually. I tried to shove one in there once, and I was like, I, I was really working it, and I was like, ah, flex ups are fine for me. Yeah, exactly. All right, guys, entering in the meat. The meat. The meat of today's episode is um hustle culture. Something very near and dear. Near and dear. I was researching it, and I was like, is this rage? Is she struggling with this? I mean, I feel like as a lot of us do, it's it's pretty generational thing. Yeah, um, is what I'm coming to find out. But I feel like I like I know I definitely struggle with hustle culture, but it's hard because it's like when you think of hustle culture, it's like the boss babe energy, right? Which I don't subscribe to. Sure, and I am not the kind of person that like pushes like work harder, get smarter. Da, 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 da. It's more of an internal thing. It's always oh, internalized. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's talk about what what hustle culture really is, right? And I feel like. Obviously, it's in the name, but it's like when your career becomes your main priority yeah. and where your personal life, your hobbies, your family, um, your relationships take the backseat. Yeah. The hustle uh, becomes the purpose. The hustle becomes the purpose. But I mean, it, it's it's completely ingrained in us. It's all over social media. It's all over. I mean, like I said, it's a generational thing. It's kind of like how we were raised and what we were told mm -hmm. to do. If you went through college, if you didn't, but it's still it's like hard work pays off. You yeah. know, no pain, no gain. Boss babe, rise yeah. and grind. But the productivity, 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 productivity. Like when I was thinking about this deeper, I was even thinking how like I feel like even exercise has been pushed into this hustle culture energy and it's like oh yeah 
Because fitting that in yeah. is a part Wait, of the wake up culture. early, exercise, get your get your time in. Right. It's like hack your life, hack your time. Life hacks. Hack is like a big word that we've seen yeah. all over social media too. Mm-hmm. Like life hacks, social media hacks. Yeah. Workout hacks. Yeah. Flat stomach hacks. Yeah. It's 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 everywhere. And it's hard. Um but I feel like a lot of it for me was like social media in in comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like this strikes a nerve with entrepreneurs, and I feel like this is important to bring it up because I do feel like we have some um, entrepreneurs who listen, or obviously some photographers if you're listening for that niche um, market. But I feel like it's tough for us because we are essentially our own bosses. So the work we put in is... Yeah, you feel like it's a direct, pro- like whatever. Oh, yeah, you, yeah, it's a direct product. Exactly, like the amount of work you put in will give you the the product or the result that you want. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's a means to justify the hustle for the future payoff for success. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's tough. It is, but it. I feel like it's something we need to overcome as right. as a society because it's not it's not healthy. Because let's do the math here, you guys. Working long hours and multitasking leads to lower productivity and creativeness oh yeah it's it's not like it doesn't work out that way even as much as like you work harder and the success comes and it's just like it doesn't necessarily add up that way Mm -mm. and like a big like part of this that like i kind of was thinking about with this is like how this directly relates to capitalism and i mean i think I benefit from capitalism or a lot of people, we think we benefit from capitalism from the free market. Um, And if anybody wants a definition on capitalism, I can give it to you. I can give you, you know, what Google said. Um, Capitalism is the economic and political system in which a country's trade and industry are controlled by private owners for profit rather than the government. So capitalism and socialism are the opposites of each Mm -hmm. other, which whatever you want to believe, we believe regardless of if you're a Republican or a Democrat, you both subscribe to the tenets of national capitalism, baby. Sure. And um, American work culture is capitalism. Um, a lot of times if you're not an entrepreneur, if you do work, um, your commodities <laughs> used for the profits of corporations. You are a person in a in a position um, that's probably a low-paying wage position. Working that benefits. for the man. You're working, working for, for the man. man. You're working for the man. But all of that to say that the – Capitalism has fueled our work culture, the eight hour work, work week, or, you know, the work days, eight to 10 hour work days. And um, if you are productive, work equals productivity, which equals your value. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur, but that has been ingrained in me from my parents. You know, mm-hmm. my productivity is my purpose. My mom really struggles with that. Like if she has a day where she doesn't feel productive, they shit, you know, and like, those things follow you and versus in our grandparents generation and before where capitalism, you know, at least the people that worked on, you know, production lines and things were taken care of. They could support an entire family on one man's working wage. Um, you know, healthcare was more streamlined and more accessible. Um, well, that's like where the eight hour workday came yes. in. It yeah, was from, from, from Henry Ford, yeah, who from was production. working in manuf- manufacturing. Right. And he was working eight hours where the woman's job was to take care of the home. Yep. And so, like, the eight-hour workday was to compensate for two incomes. 
and now, and now none everyone's of that works. working. Everyone's working eight and- hours plus, but we're finding like yeah. with that, people are just working to work, right? And we're serving billionaires and millionaires, and right. It's all a lie that we subscribe to and we believe. And I can get off of my little bit of capitalism tangent, but every everything falls back into that. And I I think especially the American view on work is very different. Like, yeah, when I started dating my ex, who is from Europe, from the UK, it is normal, normal and accepted. Like you should take a gap year. You should travel. You should see the world. You should do things. And if you do that in the U.S., what? You know, like it's you go to school and then you go to more school and then you get a job and then you probably die. (laughs) I mean, but like that's like obviously different cultures, though. Mm -hmm. But it's like that does sound nice. But like America produces this work hard, play hard. Yeah. um, why do you think they drink tea, which is calming yeah. and serene? And we drink, we pump caffeine. Yeah. Like, I mean, like you, if it's like normal to drink like yeah. cups throughout the day, if not yeah. encouraged. I yeah. mean, well, they take breaks. I mean, tea has plenty of caffeine in it. Don't get me wrong. But I feel like it's just this like simpler lifestyle. And, and I mean, like think about like Wall Street, like snort coke, stay up all night. Yeah. Stocks. Yeah. Stocks. Yeah. And the UK isn't a great example of this because they specifically have definitely, and especially in the past 20 years, adopted the American work culture mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. I mean, they still have like socialist aspects, but still it's not going well. You know, like their education used to be free. It's no longer free. Um, you know. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Mm-mm. Yeah, no. Damn. I mean, it's not as expensive, not wildly expensive as it is here, but it could be. And yeah. that's the issue is people will still want to go to school. Just like the drug industry, people will pay for their fucking medicine so they can charge what they want to charge. Right. Like the EpiPen situation, there was like some antibacterial life-saving medication where, you know, someone gets the right to produce and they're like, well, we'll, we'll double it by, you know, we'll make a $13 pill six hundred dollars yeah because we can right and capitalism capitalism is the downfall of us all robbery straight robbery but let's get back onto the the hustle hustle um because i can talk a bit about me um getting personal um because i am absolutely (laughs) held prisoner by the mindset of hustle culture and um working to work work for success productivity equals purpose like these are deeply ingrained ideals that like truly like bind me <laughs> um um and i've bought into the the never ending wheel um and every time i try to step off i get severe anxiety or i get depression or i feel like i'm not being productive and um it's really uh draining and i find myself um through this becoming obsessed with money and feeling like if I don't make enough money, um, I'm a failure or I should be making more money for the amount of work I'm doing. That's a lot of my where my insecurities come from is I know how hard I work. Um, and so I feel like my income should be higher. And if it's not higher, it's because I'm not working hard enough. So I need to work harder. I need to work more hours. I need to take on more than something. And I think the biggest like thing is like i don't know how to do anything for fun 
Like I do things in the hopes that they will lead to success, income, money in some way. You do. And oh yeah. But like that's your motive. Right. Like for a lot of things. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's weird because I'm not materialistic. Mm-hmm. Like it's like you and I are very different in that. Like I don't, I don't care what brands I wear. I don't care. Like I, I could never get myself like as much as I like if I were to choose like one designer brand. My cousin got me a little Gucci wallet, and I fucking love it. And I'm obsessed with it. And I, you know, I looked for weeks on Poshmark trying like thinking about Gucci, but I could never get myself to buy it. I could mm-hmm. actually never get myself to spend money like that. So. It's literally just me being able to say, like, oh, I make six figures. I want to be able to say that, like, deeply into my core. I want to be able to say I make six figures. Yeah. Well, take home six figures because I can say I make it, but I have to pay my fucking taxes and I have expenses. But, like, it's wild. Would you say that you put value in power, success, respect, money? It's success. Like, specifically rooted in being the most qualified person in the room, being the most successful person in the room, being the most knowledgeable person in the room, I want to be the best. And I mean, it's hard because I think like um, as hard as you can work as hard as you fucking want, but that doesn't mean that you're going to sell what you're offering or people are going to take you up on it or that you're going to get that promotion at work or whatever it may be. Um, because life is not all about you. The world does not exist to serve you. Um, like I was saying to Jess earlier, like, you know, I've gone on this um, limb in starting Creative Co., which is, you know, my wedding um, photo and video business. And we've put in like our our heart, my heart into creating wedding videos. And just this week, I felt like I've just been shitted on a little bit, um, just with many people just saying, like, we don't want wedding video, um, we're not interested, um, and, you know, just changing their minds. Which I feel like is a is a – you have every right to feel like that because it's a blow up in your face. Someone inquired with you. Yeah. You responded back with, like, this is what I have to offer. And mm-hmm. they said, actually, no. Mm-hmm. But it's like you had some interest in why – what didn't – Right. What didn't? Why didn't you book? Like, what was holding you back? And right. I feel like that feels like just a letdown. I mean, like, yeah. that's an any, I mean, any service that you're trying to offer somebody mm-hmm. and they say, no, never mind. And they don't give you a reason. Or if they do give you a reason, you're like, I find, I think that's bullshit, whatever. But right. it's, it's just tough. It's tough. You take it personal no matter what. Right. And that's, and that's hard. Um, And it makes me feel like I'm not working hard enough. And, of course, there are more things that, like, to me, it's like there's always more things I can be doing. So, like, for the video side of things, like, we need to get our shit on TikTok. We need to make more videos. And it's like, well, when am I going to find that time? Because I have really been combating myself this year. Like, up until about the fall, I was taking every single Sunday off. I was not touching things. I was not looking at things. I was delivering previews on Mondays. I was taking... I was taking the day off until that couldn't be anymore. And I had to start, you know, that (laughs) when you're a wedding photographer or a photographer in the fall, you know, the session craze, you know, the deal, you know, the deal. But um, I have been trying to be more intentional with my free time and with taking breaks. Um, I worked in therapy for a long time. I still don't understand self-care. I don't know what that looks like for me. I think Um, finding what it is for you, because when I what. For me, what excites me is planning stuff. 
So planning our next workshop, planning. But that's always looking forward to the next thing. And I'm going to argue that that is putting more stuff on your plate, making you less productive in the things that you're doing. Right. But I don't I don't know how to like enjoy normal stuff. I don't enjoy massages. I don't enjoy like it doesn't have to be the basic massage. It doesn't have to be like buying material things, but it's like finding you like walks (laughs) like you like doing stuff and like there's ways to still feel productive in Mm self-care and that's something i personally am navigating now right because like i feel less depressed when i feel productive but productivity does not mean exhaustion it does not mean pushing myself Mm -hmm. it means different things it's like finding it in different things my job um working with kids with autism i'm finding productivity in that it's just like Little by little and understanding that it doesn't have to exhaust you and it doesn't have to, you don't have to keep putting more things on your plate. Yeah. I feel like for you specifically. Right. Because you're just, you're almost, you're almost an Enneagram 7 in that you're like always looking forward to the next thing. But it's work related. Right. Like I don't think about social situations. I don't think about like other than like loosely planning my own wedding like i don't i'm not planning to like hang out with people or like the next vacation like that doesn't like i said like earlier (laughs) my reward center is off yeah like i don't feel rewarded and it's weird that like i'm so deeply invested in like hustle culture and that is like a cornerstone of who i am is hustle work hard all of that but i don't feel rewarded when i do well that's setting you up to fail Right. <laughs> and because it no will answers. never end. Right. Because you're working to work, mm-hmm. searching for success that will never feel like success. Right. Like you're never going to reach what you're working for. Right. Because I, I, I'm just, I don't even know what I am working for. I, I'm just working. And that is the definition of hustle culture, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> like through and through. <laughs> through and through. Yeah. That's, that's wild. Because, like, if you don't know what success is, like, is that praises from from family, from friends, from clients? Is that, like, those... But those are truly small glimpses yeah. of a little bit... But, like, that actually won't last you. That's not no. sustainable. And I don't feel anything from those things. Okay, a but lot here's, of times they make me uncomfortable. Getting hmm. complimented or getting thanked makes me uncomfortable. What do you want, lady? Because here's it. I have no idea. But, like... <laughs> as a human level it's like it's not when we die i'm sorry this is morbid but when we die it doesn't matter all the work that we did it's really for nothing it's what kind of human you were what kind of relationships that you held what kind of friend you were what kind of family member you were and i do think because i revolve my life around helping people getting them where they need to be like i could die in a fiery car crash on my way home and i would know like I died doing the right things. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I have, I don't have children, so I, I don't feel like it's gotten to the point where I prioritize work over family, mm-hmm. or like I, I make time for people. Like there's n- because I make my own schedule. I've there's never been a birthday party I've missed or a dinner that I've missed or you know like I make time to take my grandma to her doctor's appointments and I'm there I'm there for people and I show up for people so like this hasn't bitten me in the ass in the way that it bites a lot of people in the ass because when it comes down to it I will never ever choose a payday over someone else I'll I I will I will turn down a wedding to go to you know my friend's baby shower Mm -hmm. like there are things that like I feel like I have my priorities straight 
but like my mind is still set on like I want to be the best. Like I want to be But I don't think that's like I want to teach. I want I want to be invited to do workshops and in to lead things. I don't it's think like that's a necessarily desire a to lead bad maybe. thing. Yeah. I think it's a desire to lead and the need to prove to myself that I'm qualified enough to lead. When when will you feel like you're qualified enough? I think like when how, other people recognize it. Maybe. That was a loose maybe. Maybe. But like how do you know why what is stopping you from feeling qualified enough right in this moment? I think I don't I mean it's it's the the turndowns for wedding videos makes you feel like, oh well they're not that good that they don't Would it help to know that everyone deals with that? Right. I know everyone deals with that, but I, I want to be the person that doesn't have to deal with it. Because I look at other filmmakers or other photographers. But that they're choosing like, to tell you the perfect side of it. Yeah. They're choosing to tell you a small portion of their narrative. Right. Which is really tough in our in the industry of wedding business in general. Mm-hmm. I feel like we can be transparent and we could sell education and we could, you know, we could do all of this. But like, unless you live every day with what we're going through, everyone deals with turndowns. Everyone deals with being ghosted. But th- do we take it personal every time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Yeah. So it's it is tough. I feel like especially for us because it's our our hard work is yeah. is dependent on, you know. And I don't know. So I our feel money, our success. I do feel um I don't know if I take thing every situation. I know I take definitely absolutely take some situations personally. But overall, I I take honesty. So, like, one of the people that I talked to this week that turned down film had a lot. Like, we had a full-on conversation. It's when people are like, we've decided to forego or we've decided to to turn it down. And it's like, but why? Mm-hmm. And why aren't you letting me say what I want to say? Or why, aren't, why, why are you doing this four hours before our consultation? Mm-hmm. Like... Like, you're shutting the door on yourself before you even hear the pitch. And, like, I don't like feeling like a salesperson. But, like, when it comes to wedding films specifically, I'm, like... You're finding that it it needs more of a right. pitch because it's... Right. And if I'm going to set a, I'm gonna set a pitch, you know, Jess heard her dad say that she was proud of her for, like, one of the first times in her fucking life. And that is in her wedding film. Like, this shit is important. A photograph doesn't say that. A photograph shows her dad holding a mic. Mm-hmm. It shows her teary. But it does not show or he, you don't hear it. Right. And it's so wildly important that it's like it's it frustrates me that people shut the door on themselves. And I think that's for me like where I'm at, like feeling like I, I'm not working hard enough for the videos and I need to get on TikTok and I need to make sure I'm uploading everything to to YouTube. And like I, I need to there's stuff I'm not doing and that's why I'm not producing the outcome that I need to. Here is my thought too. Why, why are our clients that we already have not enough? I know. You know what I mean? So it's like, that's another thing too in our, in our business too. It's like charge more, do less, mm-hmm. charge more, do less, which would be great if we live in LA, but we, <laughs> we live in Ohio and that's, that's our reality. But that should be the focus though. Like we, sh- that's another thing. Marie Kondo, our fucking clients, kiss them all on the fucking lips and yeah. being like, I love you. I cherish you. I will work hard for you. Yeah. And I think like switching the perspective on that, but it's just hard. I mean, that's, I feel like that's us being, you know, glamorized by the hustle culture, just being yeah. like subscribed to it is 
that's how we make more money. <laughs> like, yeah. so it's, we want more. Well, your money is your motivation. Like we talk about this all the time. Like I've, I have technically, I should not take on any more weddings for 2022 and I don't want to. But if the right inquiry comes around and they sound good <laughs> but, and, and they're in our budget and they, who am I? Yeah. Who am I, know, I to turn I it understand. down? You know? I understand. It's like, it's, it's wild. Like the hoops you'll jump through to make more money. Um, and I do feel like I've had a point where it's like, I, I'm limiting myself at 20 weddings. I did 30 this year. So that's, that's a third less. That's a, that's a good amount less. So I'm, I feel like I'm solid. I've got my groove. I know that like deposits will come in for 2023. Like, yeah, you like, have to trust the process has been working for you for like a decade at this point. Yeah. And my honest opinion is just because we physically perform at that level doesn't mean that we should yeah that's how i'm taking it how have you been taking this to your heart because i know you specifically are someone i talk to a lot about like just got to take on less like you're doing a lot yeah you know like you did so triple headers last year so i'll i'm one of those if i can physically do it i will and Mm -hmm. i know that i can and but it's it's definitely taken its toll on me and that where i was telling you that i'm taking sundays off um it's it's tough. I'm a victim of it as well. I subscribe. I subscribe to it just because it's it's my livelihood. It's it's how that's why it's such a battle for me. But I do I want to get out of it. But I think it was so hard in my first years leading up to building my business. Mm-hmm. It was I know I needed to really bust ass to Which get is, w- where I am yeah. to charge what I charge to make a good living. And now that I'm at the point where I could, I could teach, I can, I know what I'm doing. I'm confident in what I'm doing. I'm feel very confident in my business and who I am as an own, a business owner mm-hmm. and what I do. I am at the point where I need to listen to what I'm telling these people on this podcast right now. Yeah. Um. So it was a good, like, I loved researching all this because I was like, I was in it. I know it. I'm also, I do like to work hard. I'm a hard worker at heart. Always mm-hmm. have been. Like, I will bust ass. I will do what's necessary and i don't want like hustle culture to take that away from me it's not what i'm yeah. saying it's like you you can be a hard worker at heart but like we don't need to make it our lifestyle no we don't need to make it our personality right and it's okay to to bust ass to to really go all out for yeah. the people you're working for like that's fine like yeah we love we love gorgeous gorgeous girls work their ass off yeah. and learn how to balance <laughs> life's work-life balance you know but what i think is like crazy and what i've been saying a lot lately to random people that barely know me like i said this at a consultation last week i said this on our podcast last week we are floating on a rock in space and the rock is very very beautiful there are things to see and places to experience and we are stuck in our routines to a point where like I work so much, I can't take a break and I don't want to. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I was talking to um, my friend Morgan and we met up with um, our friend James from high school over break. And um, he's like traveled the world, like really prioritizes it. And I was like, what's really fucked up about me is I see something and I know I should be like, there have been like, it. nothing takes my breath away. Like I'm so just like, caught in the wheels of like whatever 
you know, trap I'm in that I, I'll go to these places and see these things. I lived in Oregon. I've seen the most beautiful waterfalls on earth. Like I've, and I'm just like, that's a thing. It's definitely a thing and it's very pretty and other people will like it. And that's kind of like where it's, it's so bizarre, but just saying like, if you're not like me, you know, and you travel, are in awe of things and you are in awe of things, travel could be really transformative for you. Sure. And it's like, we don't prioritize that. Like, I'm sorry. We get two weeks off in corporate America, two weeks off a fucking year. Have you ever tried like to have a good vacation in two weeks? Not possible. Like you can't see Europe in two weeks. You can't see like n- none of it can happen in Europe six weeks. Like we are so behind the ball mm-hmm. and there's so much turnaround in our culture because people are so fed up and so underappreciated and underpaid and um, we don't rest. And I feel like I've just like I haven't been born with the expectation to rest. Um, And so is it? Yeah, I guess. Is it just like productivity in general? Because I'm in my off season and I am all caught up on work. So I can do some I could do some tax stuff. Yes, there's always stuff that I could be doing. But it's like I'm not constantly delivering galleries, meeting people. You know what I mean? So I'm not getting that like productivity level, but I'm doing it in other ways. Mm-hmm. I move my body. That feels good. But I'm getting the same amount of happiness or contentment that I would get from productivity. So Mm -hmm. productivity as a whole, right? So it's like, that's business or is that just car photography or is that just like hanging out with a friend? Or is that doing the podcast? Mm -hmm. And it is, is what I'm finding, Mm -hmm. you know, reading a book, reading a book, product, productivity, right? moving my body. That's important, you know? Mm -hmm. So just like taking that in mind too, it's like maybe for you because your reward center is a little off, finding, you know, Going for a run, going yeah. for a walk with with Barley, you know, like it's just finding what gives you the same feeling that productivity from reaching for success. Right. Well, I think we're all striving for joy. I think we're all in, in reality. We're, we're human. Right. Yeah. Like, I think we're all wired the same way where we want to feel loved and we want to feel happy. Mm-hmm. And we're we what brings that contentment? What brings that? Death. <laughs> <laughs> go fucking morbid on y'all nothing truly though i know I mean, it's but just I, like, I i just i just think as as a level of importance when we die it's not about the work we did guys it's about the human that you were and also i feel like we talk about communication a lot but we're human i say this a lot to people who i start working with um i'm a i've said this before on the podcast i'm a human with a heart before my business mm-hmm. Think about that. So when you think about contacting me, I'm going to always be 100% transparent with you. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm budgeting real hard. Can't make it out to, to your session out in yeah. Utah. I, um, I'm i really behind. I, yeah. you know what I mean? Anything. And I'll be honest with you. Like, I'm not here to be like yeah. I'm a, a robotic I'm, business. I'm a human that goes to birthday parties. <laughs> I'm am. a human that can't answer your email at you know, 6 p.m. I'm on a, a date with my husband. Like bearing down in, in my bathroom because I can't get my flex cup out. Okay. Right. Like I am real. I'm real people, guys. Right. So I feel like that's important too It with work-life balance. It's like with work, like I I only could do so much. I'm, a, I'm on the verge of a mentee bee. <laughs> I know the healthcare care workers right now are fucking mentee being every day. Right. Like speak up, you know? And yeah. I feel like um, 
someone I know in healthcare working in the um in the ER is like I had a switch. They they had me work at one point they had me working 17 hours and we're okay with that. They were going to compensate me where they're going to pay me hell of money. But she was like at some point like I had nothing. I was yeah. literally nothing. Like what help am I to these people yeah. if I'm on zero hours of sleep? The fuck? You know? I mean Ugh. that's a whole mess but um it's just it's wild times right now. Truly. All right, Jess, you have any answers for me? How do I how do I not do this? Yeah, how, okay. how do our listeners not do this? As Please we know, advise. gorgeous, gorgeous girls create balance in our work life and overcome <laughs> hustle culture, okay? So here's how. Here's some tips and tricks, okay? We are going to schedule. We're gonna have a tight, we're gonna tighten up. We're gonna tight pussy this shit up. Teach and we are going to we are going to schedule. We are gonna Obviously, if you own your own business, you guys schedule the fuck out of things. People have it on their their phones or Apple Calendar. But if you guys can schedule work, you guys can schedule some time. Yeah. You know, whatever. Who cares if it's, what did I say? Um, something is better than nothing. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you start off with five minutes. I don't care if you start off with five minutes doing the fucking dishes. I don't care if you start off five minutes just sitting by yourself, meditating, reading a book. I don't care. Something's better than nothing. Start there. Um, scheduling it is important. I hate schedule, so um, me saying this is actually making me cringe a bit. Yeah, I schedule if I have to, but I don't schedule anything else. I'm a real Enneagram Seven. I'm spontaneous. I want things happening as they happen and planning nothing. But yeah, I would say that it definitely helps. Um, depending on your schedule, you could fill it in. You make yeah. time for the things that you want. Make this something that you want. Um. Just another tip in it is you don't have to earn rest. Just like you don't have to earn food, but that is yeah. for another podcast right. episode. Truly. But we do not have to earn rest. That's not how it works. We go to sleep every night for however many hours that you can sleep. <laughs> and that's going to happen every night. Mm-hmm. There's no way that you have to earn it. Don't put that in your mindset. Um, if you feel like you can't sleep, this is another thing that kind of came up when I wrote this was like, if you feel like you can't sleep because you're not doing anything all day because you are resting, say you had an off day and you're like, well, now I'm like wired at night. Move your body. Move yeah. your body for at least 30 minutes. Move it for five minutes. Something is better than nothing. Do it. Um, people cannot read your mind. Communicate that you are overworked. Communicate that you are tired. Communicate that you feel like you're doing too much. Um, or if you feel like you don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you f- you're in this, like, I don't know if I'm hustling. It's just what I'm used to. It's what I like. It's what I'm motivating by. I'm motivated by success. It's what I want to do. Communicate that. Maybe someone can humble you. <laughs> yeah. Listen to this podcast. Send it their way if you feel like it's helpful. <laughs> um, yes. Also, last thing is listen to your body. Your body will speak when you're exhausted. I mm-hmm. promise it will. Um, even Rach at times, I feel like... <laughs> We've sat on this codependency couch and she's just cried. And I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, you are overwhelmed, you know? And like, yeah. Rachel won't notice it. Her, I think your body doesn't necessarily warn you until like you're talking to someone or like no, you're yeah. spilling true feelings, but like there are warnings and you just have to listen to that. Um, Joe says this all the time and I'm like, I feel so lazy for sitting on the couch and he's like, your body needed it, you know? Yeah. Just stop, like stop feeling guilty because I struggle with it. So it's like, mm-hmm. no. Our body needs rest. It's science. <laughs> it's science that the more work you do, the less productive you are. So right. listen to the facts, people. Those are just some pointers, some easy things to remember. More importantly, I mean, I guess like more, I guess specifically you can put some personal goal, 
Personally engaged. Personally engaged. <laughs> We're personal, personal girls. Personal material girls. Materials. Personal goals, people. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's helped with my off season. There are goals that I had for myself. It's like not spending. It's reading more. And I feel like that's helped because those are the ways that I can feel productive. That's not yeah. work. I know. But don't you feel like some of that shit is just like it's all just like to me, it feels like hustle culture 2.0. Read a book. Exercise every day. Eat more green. It's like how many more things can I do and tick off the box than like I'm living a healthy lifestyle? I'm thinking, like, you know, for me and I'm speaking this from no bullshit. It was like finding productivity in other things. That's yeah. not work. Because if you are a subscriber and you're glamorizing this hustle culture, you're you're fueled by mm-hmm. success. You're fueled by productivity. And that's yeah. okay. That's not a bad trait to have. It's not your val I'm not here to tell you that your values are not valid. But I I'm here to tell you that you could do it in other ways. That's not work. And I'm telling you that like worked wonders for me. I'm telling you if I valued, you know, work all the time, that my marriage would not last. So right. it's like that stuff is important. Taking Sundays off for me during my busy season mm-hmm. save like saves me. Yeah. Absolutely. I need that recharge. I I'm a hard worker at heart. Believe me, it's hard for me, but it's like those things sound corny. Read a book, do this exercise, but I'm, I'm here to tell you something's better than nothing. Yeah. And I'm struggling with it right now. I feel lazy every day yeah. and I have no energy to work out. But if, if I just do something mm-hmm. that makes me feel productive, I can sleep at night. Yeah. Better. That's all I'm saying. Like I did. I actually came across this podcast and I need to listen to it to see if it's any good. But the subject of the podcast was just a person that interviews people that have hobbies that are just hobbies. And so like you interview people that just like crochet and like, why do they do that? And what's that about? Because like, I have no, if I were to start crocheting, I'd be like, how can I make a business out of this? And when's my Etsy shop coming up? You know what I'm about to do that's like fueling me right now mm-hmm. is I'm going to go on my Instagram and sell all my clothes. Yeah. Make money. Hustle. But that truly is. But I'm trying not to succumb to the hustle culture. But for me, like, yeah, there's a benefit in it. But it's like, that's all my stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going, that's something that I can do. It's a hobby if I want to thrift and I want to sell yeah. clothes. Like, that becomes a hobby. That's not something that's. I don't know. Maybe someone could like f- humble me and be like, "That is that coming is, to the halter culture." It is. I mean, you're making money if you're if you're gonna make it a whole new Instagram for it, like just as oh closet, no, you know? no, like, I'm just gonna do it on my account. Yeah, just to, I mean, it's one thing to just like clear out your closet, your nice Marie Marie Kondo, at yeah, all. Marie Kondo at all. But yeah, it's I hard, think, guys. I, fine lines, babe. We're living on fine lines. We are. Just I don't know. Look inside. Take a peek. Take a peek. Take a peek at your values. Mm-hmm. Do I value success? That's okay. I'm, we're not here to say don't. But there's some other things I'm sure you value in there yeah. that are like friendships, relationships, yeah. family. If those are your other values, write them all down. If those are your fucking values, take a peek and spend time with those other yeah. people. And that's not just success. Yeah. Just divvy it up, y'all. Yeah. I do feel like a way that I've grown like this year is like taking and accepting like I'm a I'm a human with a heart running a business is accepting that like I cannot deliver galleries based on someone else's expectation of a timeline. Um, I can do better every single year. I can do better. I can, you know, get started sooner. I can do my best. But like where I'm at right now, 16 to 20 weeks for wedding films. That's what happened. Madison and her son got sick for like a whole last month and down for the count. So I'm trying to crank out wedding galleries, photo wise, trying to edit videos. And I've just kind of, I'm refusing 
And it, there are times where it's like, fuck. But me three years ago would have been like absolutely like staying up. Like I remember staying up till like two, three in the morning one year when I was like, I have to get this gallery done. But that's like the biggest red flag they're saying in yeah. muscle culture is like compromising sleep. Right. But you're not more productive. And I don't do that anymore. Sleep. Yeah. It's like, I know but, you have. But well, I feel like I feel like physically I, your body won't say. No, but I've also built a, a business culture where like my clients would never want that from me. Right. My clients would never be like lose sleep or don't go on a date with your partner. Don't, no. you know, don't work on your. They never say that. So I think it's also just like surrounding yourself with people that like want you to exist and have a life. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think that's hard when you work in corporate America when they don't actually give a shit. No, but. I feel like deadlines are deadlines. Not to say that ours are not, but I feel like if we were to communicate with our with our people, they would be like, totally understand. Oh, yeah. Like my uh, m- many of my clients were like, please do not work on my stuff over Christmas. Take a break. Take yeah. a week. Like a lot of my clients were like, please, no stress. Yeah. And it's like, thank you. I feel like people also know, too, like when they were like, are you busy? I'm like, yeah, like I'm booked every weekend in for the past like three months and they're like oh my gosh and they like there's sympathy in that you yeah. know like i feel like that's out there and maybe it just be might be our industry but yeah also last thing i'm gonna note is that someone i know like didn't get their photos back in the contracted amount of time and she inquired with the photographer and was like hey uh just look at where these photos are at and they like ghosted it's been like ghosted and i'm like that's a moment to show up as a human and be like, hey, I'm super oh, yeah. behind. Oh, that, this yeah. is the timeline I'm looking at. Because these this client on the other end is like, where are they? No, she's like, like, did the memory card get deleted? Like, if you if it did, it's fine. Just let me know. Or yeah. just like if they're if they're not going to be done until 2023, that's fine. Let me know. Let me like, know. it's yeah. anything, you know, and I feel like show up as a human, show up as a yeah. human in life, guys. Like people. I think people forget that that they just like have to put on a good face and yeah and be professional all the be time. Pro- the the the, pre- the pressure to be professional in 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 personal life. Yeah, like stop, you guys. We're all humans. Yeah, we're all people. Yeah, we yeah. all bear down and <laughs> we're all bearing down in the bathroom trying to we're get shit out of our We're all bearing down in the bathroom at one point in our lives. Yeah. Okay. So ease up. Just be hum- real. Sit down and be humble. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jess, I hope that this. Uh, I love that we came from a lot of perspectives and that we're both bowing down and sucking dick of the fucking hustle culture, but we're trying to not. Trying to not. I think a big, a big way to combat hustle culture is to not preach it. So like, I think a way, like I've used my limited platform that I do have to like tell you enough is enough Mm -hmm. to like, even if you're not like practicing what you preach, at least don't preach it. The, you know, like there was a whole ass photography workshop dedicated to work harder, be harder, do more, make more. And it got canceled. And it got canceled. Um, Like but, the people who ran, I'm not saying like the workshop got canceled. We're talking the entire, the high, yeah, everything about it. People who ran it got it burned canceled. burned to the ground. Yeah. Burned to the ground. Because of, because of the tox, toxicity of it. Yeah. So toxic. Because it was, oh, yeah. it wasn't the move, you guys. Like it clearly isn't. Yeah. Like it's not working. It's scientifically proven. It's yeah. not like. You're not working hard enough. That's yeah. how you get more money. It's like, mm, why don't we sit down and be human for a little bit? Then we could do our best work. Right. Why don't we rest and do human things so that we could be our best yeah. self? Why don't we go see the, you know, the Grand Canyon or something beautiful and make time for the earth? We're only here for a short time, guys. Not we a long sh- time. We're so why don't you on a rock in space that is very real and very weird. And why are we taking it so seriously? We pay to live here. If you think about that, that really fucks me up. 
It's like we be paying rent to earth, y'all. I didn't ask to be here. I'm here. And now I have to pay the earth to live. And I'm struggling. Or I could be struggling. You're telling me what? No. At that point, fuck it. Let's just live. Yeah. Get a good perspective shift, guys. Let's run away. Fuck happiness and just be if I, if I ran away, if I ran away to like, you know, in a dirty van to Mexico, you know, I'd be, I'd be dirty van. And just like saying, like, if I just van lifed it, went to Mexico, ran away, you know, I'd be like running a, a fruit shop. I wouldn't be able to get away from it. No. I'd be like, so think about that. I Don't be like me, please. And if you are like me, we can we can, we can do better, guys. We can do better. Let's just be conscious of it and yeah. move forward. That's all we can ask. And we're we proud were, of you. But I'm you saying, have done guys, enough today. We were raised, if you're a millennial or you're a Gen Z, guys, it was set up for us. Yeah. Like, it's not something that you have to, like, beat yourself up about. Like, we were raised this way and the society has made us this way. But let's do better. Yeah. Do better, be better, but do less. And remember, gorgeous, gorgeous girls, no work-life balance. We love you guys. We love you. Sorry if that was harsh. We are hypocrites. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. Okay. That's us giving semi-solicited advice. I'm Jess. I'm Rach. And this is for Better and Worse Podcast. And we're out. See you next week. (laughs) 